as coaches, we always think about how we can advance our careers, but that's a sticky subject at times. You have to handle it properly. You have to do things the right way. You certainly don't want to lose focus on the things that need to be focused on in the job that you're in, right? You always hear about people talking about, you know, be where your feet are. That doesn't mean you can't be advancing yourself in this career. It's about networking. It's about taking meetings and maybe even taking interviews and doing things the right way. So discussing that with me today is defensive line coach at Eastern Kentucky, a repeat performer on this podcast, Jeremy Hawkins. Jeremy, always great to have you here. Man, great to be here today. It's um, a blessing to be talking with you again. I think since the last time we had our conversation, we, we've kind of built a, a more of a relationship when it comes to, to off the podcast here. Uh, so, But it, it's, it's a blessing to be on back on on, on the podcast with you and, and, and speaking about something our coaches need to hear, I think, and, and know exactly what, you know, and how to do things sometimes. I think it's, like you said, a sticky subject to to talk about or, or, or to even interview or talk to a potential opportunities. You know, you, you got to do that to kind of advance in your career, to even get better as a coach, to, to get better in your networking. Um, you know, it's just overall, I think it's a good deal. So um, can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, and we see – all kinds of situations you go across the spectrum and, and you'll talk to guys who are fearful of even anyone who they work for, whether that's a, a coordinator or their head coach, hearing that they're looking at things out there because there is that real threat of, well, you go, look, um, you don't have a job anymore, right? That happens. That happens in our career. But then there's those guys who understand that they want to see guys in their coaching tree be promoted. They, they care about the people in their organization like their family. So they're open to helping them advance through their careers. Now that can be taken of advantage of also. So as I said, you have to do it the right way. I think we've all seen those guys and, you know, walk through our own hallways. And, you know, there's that guy who every time you, you walk in his office, he's clicking off a football scoop, right? And you know, like, okay, dude, you're, you're just out there looking way too much. The truth of the matter is that, these opportunities will come about because of the way that you do things before there's the opportunity, before there's that job listed on football scoop. Well, it's going to happen because of the, of the networking. And, you know, you and I have talked about this quite a bit this, this past year has been on multiple calls outside, like you said, outside of the podcast where we've talked about the right ways to go about networking. So, you know, looking on just this past year and things you've learned, what would be some tips you have uh, to best go about networking and getting yourself ready for an opportunity down the line? Well, first and foremost, you know, to those coaches that are looking on football scoop, it's probably already over with. When you, when you football scoop, it's probably old. Yes. <laughs> so it's probably been in the process for a couple of weeks sit on there. But truly, honestly, you got to be open and you got to be transparent. You got to be honest with your your current boss, your current head coach, your current coordinator. I was open and honest with mine. Coach Wells and Coach Johnson, the head coach and our, our defense coordinator, the day of my first interview. I mean, during the interview, I, I talked with Coach Wells. I, I want to advance in my career. Let's, let's be clear. I love Eastern Kentucky University. It, it has done great things for me, and I worked my tail off for, for Eastern Kentucky, for Coach Wells and Coach Johnson. Um, but when you look at it, anybody that who, who is in a career as such as this one, you usually advance, you know, two or three years. You know, you, you do 
a proper job where you're at, you usually get the opportunity to advance in your career. But with those opportunities, you don't even get those opportunities if you don't present those opportunities. And that's all about your your work you put in. The work you put in, your work ethic comes with you working your tail off, you know, and, and coaching guys the right way, mentoring guys the right way, and making sure that these man, these young men become man, you know, on and off the field. So I think you got to be transparent with your current head coach and, and coordinator. You got to be transparent with your players because we, we live in a world right now. These players, they hear about it. They see it. There's stories all over Twitter, all over the Internet. They see it. You know, I'm open and honest with my guys. I had a guy asking me about a current situation I just had, one of my deepest alignment, and I was open and honest with him about it. And, and that's what you have to do. That's the world we live in now. If you lie to anybody, they can easily go look it up. It's on the, it's in their pocket. And they can pull out their phone and, and, and go do some research or shoot a text message to somebody and, and, and figure it out. So just be open and honest. And that's what I've done, you know, throughout this entirety of of my um, tenure here at um, Eastern Kentucky University. I've always spoke with Coach Wells uh, about any interview, any meetings, anything. He has, you know, verbally and demonstratively agreed with me taking interviews, talking with people, and he wants to see me succeed and take that next step. So I, I think you just, you know, you got to be open and honest. You can't, you know, sneak around and, and take these, you know, hidden conversations and hidden interviews with people. And that usually gets out in, in due time. And then that's your character, right? That's your character as a man. That's your character as a person. That's your character as a coach. You know, my character, I'm, I'm true and honest. And I'm an open person. And I like doing things the right way. And if I'm going to do it the right way, I'm going to do the right way in everything I do. So, I think you have to be transparent. You have to be open and honest with, with what you what you want to do in your career and what you're doing when it comes to interviews and, and conversations that you're having with others. It's nothing new. This was happening years ago. I could think back, geez, I'm getting old, two decades as a high school coach. And, you know, at that time, pre-Twitter, pre-social media, pre-Facebook, right. things would get out there when you're you're interviewing or when you know, and as soon as you meet with people, as soon as you step in a building, somebody's going to be talking about it, even if they're not supposed to. Things just get out too quickly. So I agree with you 100%. You have to be transparent. You have to be honest with people, uh, especially because that's what you want people to see you as. You want people to see you as honest and truthful. And uh, but that doesn't mean uh, you shouldn't take opportunities. So uh, I know too. You've had some opportunities this postseason that sometimes, you know, you say, no, this isn't the right thing uh, for you. And in, in looking at that, what have been some of the things, I guess, that have helped you figure out this would be one I would look at? Maybe this isn't the right thing for me. Well, you know, first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man. So I, I go to everything in prayer and I make sure that, you know, um, me and my wife, we pray about everything and, and get a good feel for the situation for two and I, and I say open and honest and transparent with my head coach, I've talked to my head coach. You know, I make sure that he understands that, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. What do you think about this opportunity? You know, and, and, and kind of let him, you know, help me be led in the right directions. Same thing with my defensive coordinator. I've talked to him about several opportunities. Even after my first year, you know, I, I turned down the opportunity to stay and uh, was blessed um, by Coach Wells and Coach Johnson with um, run game coordinator title. And a healthy bump, and, and it's a, it was a blessing. And it's one thing that I look at it as, okay, well, my wife, 
she's a um, she works in recruiting at, at University of Kentucky. She does a heck of a job with that. She makes her own money. You know, we have a household income. So some of these jobs, when, you know, I go to them and I interview and I do well and they want my services, they want me to be a coach there, well, that plays a major part too. I'm not going to just, you know, hop and, and jump into a job just because it's FBS over FCS. And I take a job and my household income is a lot lower than what it, you know, what it was before. I got three children and a beautiful wife and I want to make sure that they're happy and they understand that this situation is is um, thought through, well thought through for the entire family, not just myself. So, you know, with God and my family and Coach Wells and, and Coach Johnson, I kind of go through that and leave it up to prayer and, and just let the situation kind of, I guess, manifest into it what, what it should be or what it shouldn't be. So I turned an opportunity last year. Had a couple of interviews last year, and this this up uh, this off season was a uh, man uh, a multitude of opportunities that, that came about with different situations. FBS, Chief Five, the Power Five, it's been a, a quite a quite a whirlwind this off season. But you know, I, I count it all as 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 a blessing um, because you, if you look at it, I've learned so much from <laughs> from the first interview to the last about this business and about how to interview, right? How to prepare for it. Um, how to just, you know, go about, you know, being that professional that they, that they want you to be at that next level. So it's been a whirlwind, but it's been good to learn and to network. You know, I've, I've been in front of some guys now, some some guys that I've I've watched either play or, or coach at a very high level. And, you know, it's, it's very unique and surreal at the time, but, you know, you got to kind of, you know, put your blinders on and get to work in that interview and, and make sure you, you, you get you put a put a good product out there for them to remember you as. Even if you don't get the job, you're you're networking. You're you're interviewing for, for the next four or five years down the road when something other opportunities come up. Now, in preparing for these interviews, I know that you found different types of situations. The interviews were different. They weren't the same at every place. And in fact, as you especially got into some of those power five type of interviews, uh, the focus changed. They knew a lot about you as a coach and on the field, but they still wanted to learn about you. I guess talk, talk to us about differences in, in preparing for some of these types of jobs as you've seen it this, this past off season. Yeah, it's, it's been kind of, you know, different, you know, in that aspect, as you just said, you know, speaking on the, you know, you're talking about the major G5 level versus P5 level. Some of those guys, they, they they have done their research. They've done extensive research on you at the P5 level. They know a lot of people who know you, and you don't even know that they know those people. So they they already know who you are. They know what you can do. They know what you bring to the table. They want to more so hear you talk scheme and hear you teach, you know, and make sure you fit rather than just go through this entire ranger of, you know, um, you know, your background, who you are and, you know, your wife and kids, they know all that stuff. You know, they, they know, you know, the academic plan and your disciplinary plan, all that stuff is, is great to have in the presentation. It's great to have, you know, for interview purposes. But I found that that at that level, they they know you already. They, they feel like they if they're bringing you in to interview you, they feel like that you can be a part of this organization uh, or this program. And, you know, they, they feel like you, you could be a great fit. So now they just want to make sure that you can teach ball. You know know the scheme of things that you're teaching at your current school. 
and it, you can talk about it fluently. You can get on that board, and you can you can talk about the entire scheme, the entire entire defense, and not just D line play, not just linebacker, just not just in the box. You can talk about corners back and their their eye progressions. You can talk about the fit from the safety position. Um, they want to know that you know all those things because that's a part of it, right? That's when you game planning. That's a part of it to be able to connect with your your current um, guys on the on, on staff, your current coaches that you that you coach with, that you can connect with them. The safety's coach, and you can understand that you know sometimes you don't have that a gap fit, you know, um, and 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 you know that, you know, and you know how, how to make sure you coach your guys to understand that hey, this safety has his fit if this happens, you know. So it's it's more scheme, I think. It's more, can you get on that board? Can you teach? Um, do you know the scheme of things? Do you know football? You know, um, are you a good person? Do you fit what we do? And sometimes you may be all those things, and you still not get the job. Yeah, well, uh, with this, a lot of times there's a pecking order. There, you may not be the first guy they have in mind and bring bring you in for the job. But when you get that opportunity, you might not get the job. But if you do well. Uh, word's going to spread about you. You know, that that guy who maybe didn't pick you is talking to his buddy who has somebody come up saying, hey, you should look at this guy, right? So doing well at these interviews, even if you don't get the job, is a very important thing. It's going to lead to some things later. Um, When you look at what you did to prepare for the interviews in terms of, I know it wasn't required at all of them, but some of them you had to present things. Like what kind of things do you recommend putting together and having ready in case you're asked? Kind of what I just talked about. You want to have that presentation where it's flawless to the point where, you know, you run the interview. You want to you want to be able to present yourself and your product to that staff, the head coach, that coordinator. And at the end of it, you just want them to be like, man, that's a great job, you know, um, guys any questions and it's, it's it's hard to for them to get questions together because you've answered almost everything in that presentation like i said you, you want to go from you know your 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 background your family academic plans disciplinary plans install run progressions past progressions drill work just everything to that nature and you know we can dig deeper into it but it's it's one of those things where you want the presentation to be flawless to the point where, like I said, nobody really has a question at the end of it. It's just kind of like, okay, wow, that's that's good, man. <laughs> you know, we can move on to the next segment of this interview. When you go into an interview situation, it, it's always a two-way street. You're also getting information about the program and learning more about them. What types of things do you focus on when you're trying to learn more about the program? I'm sure you go in and know a heck of a lot about the people and the program and what it's about, but what are some important things and questions that you like to get answered? Most, most guys, I'm sure that they have, when they interview, they kind of get their answers through the interview. You want to know who you're working for, right? You want to know who this guy really is because you go out to eat with him, you know, the night before, you know, you, and, and that next day you want to know who he really is. You know, you got to eat with somebody and just have a conversation, watching a basketball game or something. That's you know, that's no big deal. Anybody can do that, right? Anybody can have a good time doing that. But who is this person really, truly? And they're doing the same thing with me. You know, um, they're, they're trying to figure out who I really am. You know, is he genuine? And that's why I'm always open and, and transparent and genuine about who I am. I, I want the same thing. You know, I want to work for people that are real, genuine people, not just 
as ball coaches, but real people, you know, real family man, real genuine people that somebody you can actually go, you know, have a, you know, a, a, a sit down with and a conversation with and you can come back in the office and, 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 and still work diligently um, together efficiently and, and, and be happy about where you're working and who you're working for. We spend enough time in the office, right? We spend hours in this office, hours upon hours upon hours. You sacrifice so much with your family and your wife and your children, even your your distant family. You, you, you sacrifice so much that I want to be in the office working for somebody that I don't want to be around, you know, to, in the, for the lack of better words. I, I want to be happy. I'm, I'm always that mm-hmm. way. I always want to be happy. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have times where we have to have a heated debate about something that, that can happen, right? And we still can, you know, uh, like man, talk about it and figure it out. And, you know, we get on this board and we can watch film and we can get it all drawn up and schemed up and we can, you know, go about all day. I'm still good with this person, though. <laughs> Heck, we got that now, you know, but I want to work for somebody that is a good person, period. Uh, I want to make sure they're good people, you know, and not just putting on for me during my interview. You know, so I ask questions about their family. I ask questions about, you know, what do they do outside of football? You know, what are some of their hobbies outside of football? Maybe they say, oh, football is all I got. Okay, that's cool. All right, that's fine. All right, so what about your family? They have no family, you know, no family, no wife, no kids. All they do is football. I mean, I'm not saying, saying I won't work for a guy like that, but, you know, that, that leads to a lot of different, you know, scenarios, especially when you have a wife and children. You know, peace of mind, uh, I make sure I, I search and, 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 and dig and ask questions to make sure I have a peace of mind because it's undefeated and it's, it's no price tag on a peace of mind. My mental side, it needs to be on point at all times to make sure that I'm doing the best job that I can do for my players, all right, for the staff that I'm working for and with. And the most important one is for my wife and children when I get home. Heck, I just told you that, and, and we we'll put it on recording here the other day, um, other week. I needed a little mental step back and a little mental break, take a deep breath from all this interviewing and and um, ups and downs of it. You know, I did that. I t- we yeah. took a weekend. Me and my wife, we 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 enjoyed each other, had a good time with the kids and everything. And we took a weekend and kind of just take a deep breath and um, a debrief and 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 move on and 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 move to the next step of it. Whatever it is, whatever God has for us, you know, it's for us. So. Uh, I, I make sure that my my peace of mind, my my uh, my happiness, my you know that that mental health is on point at all times. And if if I'm not that, then I, you're not going to get the best of me. So during that interview, I make sure it's it's, it's good people. You know, it's good people. You don't want you don't want to work for bad people. That's the main thing for me. I think uh, you'll you'll agree with what I have to say here because this is what. I learned about you, and I think we did our first interview together, and I'll, I'll put a link to that one in the show notes, uh, but it was before Lawrence first in goal, which was a, a January of, of uh, 21, and at that time, you weren't necessarily uh, interviewing for jobs, but man, did you have your stuff organized and together, and I think if you're doing things right as a coach, there's not a whole heck of a lot to really get together. It's just going through and maybe pulling certain things out of it, uh, organizing it for the purpose of, of you know a particular place, or maybe you know some of the things you're going to be asked about. But 
Uh, it's not a scramble to say, oh, geez, I got to get ready for this. I got to spend extra time because if you're doing it right, you've put these things together all along. And I've, I've seen that from you. I guess recommendations in, in making sure that you've organized your things in a way that uh, it's, it's obviously ready for your players, for your installs, for everything you're going to do throughout the season, as well as for when somebody calls you up and say, hey, we want to talk to you about this job. Heck yeah. Man, I got things ready for every situation. I've had a lot of different jobs in this profession, in this business. I've been director of player personnel. I've been assistant director of player personnel. I've been in the player development role. I've been a defensive analyst. I've been a GA. I've been a QC. So I've 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 interviewed and um, had and held jobs for so many different titles, right? So I have those things always ready, you know, and that's, you know, for lack of a better uh, this term, is that you, you, know, you always stay ready. You, you never got to get ready, right? Um, that's how I look at it, you know. Um, and the same thing when it comes to my players, when it comes to installs, when it comes to drill work, um, it's it's always ready. I got it on a hard drive or I got it in, in, in the, um, the, the um, DV sports that what we use here, um, and it's it's always ready for those guys. I got it on PowerPoint. It's always ready for those guys. If I got a recruit coming on campus, it's always ready, whether it's about him, you know, his development plan uh, that we have together at EKU for that player, or is is it my scheme or how I teach and what I teach um, and why I'm teaching it that way. I want the guys to know even – even the recruits that are coming in, why? Why I teach it that way? Why do I do it this way? This is why. You know, these are the results I get, and these are people who are who are doing it. You know that you know might you might know more than me. You know, bigger names to me. So I always stay ready. It, it's it's like a plug and play for me. Uh, rather that be a an interview, rather that be um, a, a position meeting, rather that's a install meeting, rather that's a you know, on drill tape, it's, it's, I'm always ready with something. It's always organized, prepared, um, clean, and I can speak well on it, you know, and it's, it's an easy flowing thing, you know, so I, I feel like that's where you have to be in this profession. You know, all, all that stuff for me, is kind of like my resume, you know, every year I just update it, you know, it takes, you know, two minutes to go update it real quick. That's the same thing. If I get a call from, you know, I'm just throwing some names out. I forget a call from Green Bay Packers <laughs> and I, tomorrow and I'll be ready. You know, I, it's a plug and play. I'll be ready to go uh, for whatever they, they're looking for. So, yes, you, you got to stay ready. Well, and, and I mean, I can attest to that. I've been fortunate enough to uh, stay close with you. You and I talk quite a bit and through this whole uh, off season where you have had these opportunities. I, I think you and I were, were talking just about every week and I know you needed to step away and, you know, catch your breath and get ready for, you know, the next things you're going to do here at EKU. But as you look back at this, what, what's the biggest takeaway for you in, in looking at this experience you went through, which I think, you know, you and I've talked about this. I think it's going to help you grow and you know, while it didn't happen this cycle, I think your opportunities with everything you're doing from the Twitter space to just the way you've networked, your opportunities are right around the corner for you. But for you, what, what's what been the biggest takeaway as you look back at the last few months? Man, 
my biggest takeaway. God is good. He really is. He has presented me and, and, and put me in the light of so many influential people in this profession. And this off-season when it was just like, wow. As soon as I got here at EKU, I was kind of wild then. Yeah, I, a lot of people probably want to hear different things. But God, he, he has truly aligned me and my family with, with my faith and my belief. And um, he He has aligned me and, and, and to put me in position to meet and network with the right people and be in front of the right people in this profession. For one, being yourself you know, and, and others that you know and you're connected with and, you know, other coaches that I, I had the opportunity to interview for, to meet, uh, to talk to, you know, and it's kind of all been, you know, these last two and a half years here where it's all been aligned and it's kind of just building to my purpose in life. It's all building towards what God has in line for me and my family. Um, and it's how I look at it, you know. I can get kind of frustrated at times and, you know, oh, oh, man, I got another no. I got another no. But at least I'm getting an opportunity to get in front of people and, and present myself in the proper fashion. You know, and 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 down the road, you never know what's 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 that going to lead to. Um, but I do know God is 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 um, leading me in the right direction in my life, and He's leading me to for my purpose and, and my blessings. That's really what I got from Him, man. That's God and His truthful answer I can give you. Well, I, I think you've done an excellent job, and, and uh, I can tell you, uh, you know, personally, I'm, I'm grateful that you and I have been able to connect and you know talk outside this podcast and talk about different things, both inside and outside of ball, right? It's been a heck of a the last few months with everything going on, and I think what you're doing is great, too, on, on the other side of things in the Twitter space, and are you planning on any more of those here in the off season? Oh, yeah, we're trying to do it like every two weeks. Every two weeks, just give somebody an opportunity. Even in spring ball and summer ball, off-season, we're going to do it as much as we can. So like every two weeks, it's going to be a deal where we NFL coaches, college coaches, Power 5, G5, FCS, D2, doesn't matter. High school, doesn't matter. We're going to get those guys on there, and we're going to talk ball and talk defensive line play and mentor people and and, and uplift people and, and help everybody learn, you know. So, yes, we're going to continue to do that for sure. And so our listeners out there have uh, your Twitter handle and can follow some of this stuff. Give us your Twitter handle. It's just Coach J. Hawkins. It's Coach J-H-A-W-K-I-N-S. That's it, Coach J. Hawkins. Well, Jeremy, it's, uh, like I said, it's been great to catch up with you here on the podcast, but you and I have had all kinds of conversations otherwise, and I appreciate those as well. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on, brother. It's, it's, always, it's always great.